I'm Trey Briggs, and this is Call Center Confidential. Hello, and welcome back to Call Center Confidential, the podcast that is a conversation about conversations. My name is Trey Briggs, president of BCI, found at bci-fit.com, and I hope you're doing well today. I'm actually down here in the Caribbean in Puerto Rico, and boy is it gorgeous. It is so nice this time of year, it's ridiculous. And today I'm going to answer some more questions I have received via the little blue icon at the bottom right of our website. But before I do, I have some excellent news to share. A scheduling department client we have served daily for 10 years recently implemented a patient satisfaction survey that is emailed immediately following their call with the patient. It consisted of three questions regarding their experience with the agents. The questions asked the patient to rate the agent on a 1 through 10 scale. The results of 3,816 return surveys over a three-month period are as follows. How was your overall scheduling experience? 97%. How satisfied are you with your scheduler's efforts? 98%. How courteous and professional was your scheduler? 99%. I was told that the executives of this healthcare system of six hospitals had not seen such high numbers in any survey of any kind in their careers. (laughs) So we are obviously very pleased with the outcome. But to be honest, before the survey started, I knew what the outcome would be. This client's BCI scores overall each month are around 96%, which indicated near-perfect performance. So, if you have listened to this podcast and heard me say that we get agents to offer flawless or perfect performance in every moment of every call they handle each day, it's not hyperbole, and this study proves that. The claim is not an exaggeration, and it is not a sales pitch. It is the simple truth. And when I say that improvement is failure, I mean it. This client's agents have practically no room to improve. They are essentially perfect. (laughs) And this is the case with each of our clients. We get them there, and we then maintain that perfect level of performance for as long as our program is in place. The biggest challenge facing the call center industry today is agents who offer subpar to poor customer service. And we have conclusively solved that challenge. With any call center that brings their agents to BCI, the outcome is ensured before we get started. That outcome is that each agent within the group will offer a perfect customer or patient experience in every moment of every call they handle each day with little variation, just as the survey results say. So if you are interested in what we do, don't be shy. Shoot me an email at trey.briggs at bci-fit.com. That's T-R-E-Y dot B-R-I-G-G-S at bci-fit.com. You can also find our contact information on our website. So there you have it. Really good news. And so today, let's get into some questions. Now, just so you know, I didn't mention this in the last question and answers episode, but when I'm presenting these questions, I'm paraphrasing. So I'm taking the essence of what the questioner is asking, 
rather than just read the entire email or message they sent me. So let's start with the first one. How do you handle an unmotivated agent that does not care about delivering good service? This is from Lisa, a manager. Well, first, Lisa, I understand that it can be difficult enough for call centers to put a warm body in a chair that shows up for work every day, much less expect them to deliver excellent service. Agents that deliver poor to mediocre customer service, unfortunately, just come with the territory. They are more the norm than the exception. Often, this type of agent could not care less about offering quality customer service. They can sound as if they do not care. They are just going through the motions. They do not like serving people. They often sound slightly annoyed, or they wish they were somewhere else, etc. I hear it all the time. And sometimes, to be honest, they have excellent attitudes. They want to do well, and ultimately simply do not know how to, which can come across as if they do not want to. These types of agents are common. They are the direct cause of our industry's low customer satisfaction levels, and at BCI, transforming them into top performers is our specialty. This is what we do. And when we encounter such agents, which is routine, the outcome, which is that we get them to deliver exceptional service at every moment of every call they handle, is ensured. We achieve this by controlling their word choice and phone manners. It is essential to understand that the purpose of word choice and phone manners is to convey a general tone or feeling. This is what words and manners do. The way agents convey a general lack of caring, warmth, empathy, professionalism, etc. is through their subpar word choices and manners. This creates how they sound, which is their tone. Improper word choice and manners are symptoms of either a bad attitude or a lack of know-how. When you listen to one of your agents and cringe, if you've ever done that, what you are hearing is a series of subtle and nuanced mistakes in their word choice and manners that make you cringe. These mistakes create an undesirable tone and feeling. Before listening to such an agent, we already know what we are looking for in their approach. And then, while listening to them, we identify the words and manners in their approach that allow them to convey their lack of caring desire to serve, and all the things that create a less-than-desirable customer or patient experience. We then provide the agent with the proper words and manners to replace the flawed words and manners they use to create an undesirable customer experience. We then hold the agent accountable for executing these replacement words and manners. When they do that, the replacement words and manners negate their ability to convey anything less than desirable. Whether they like it or not, <laughs> they now convey a high level of professionalism and competence, warmth, politeness, respect, empathy, a sincere eagerness to help, impeccable manners, and everything that equates with and creates an excellent customer or patient experience. So, the agent may even want to avoid being excellent mainly because it is unimportant to them for whatever reason. But by requiring them to execute proper word choice and manners at all times, they have no choice in the matter. <laughs> the choice is no longer theirs to make. The words and manners they are now required to use dictate the situation, which is the tone and feeling they convey, allowing our clients to have complete control over the quality of the customer or patient experience their agents provide. 
And doing this requires no more time and effort from the agent than not doing it. So there is no excuse for them to defend their incorrect way of doing things. And with a little managerial backbone, they get on board, especially once they realize how using proper word choice and manners results in customers or patients being more respectful and cooperative toward them. Agents like sounding great, and its effect on their job is positive, but some agents must be taught how to do it and then compelled to do it. Okay, here we go. You keep saying that tone is dictated by word choice and manners. I still don't quite understand that. <laughs> just what I was just talking about. This is from Pam, a director. And you know, Pam, the reason it can be difficult to understand this from my perspective is because of the misguided narratives that dominate discourse in the call center industry today. The result, largely the result of traditional QA scoring parameters that cannot manage word choice and phone manners. If they could, it would be obvious to everyone that word choice and phone manners dictate tone and thus the quality of the customer or patient experience. As an example, in verbal communication, the difference between conveying a tone of what do you want from me or what do you need from me and what can I do for you is often dependent on three simple words. Agents who do not care enough to provide quality service typically use the wrong three words. <laughs> and by requiring them to use the correct three words, you dictate their tone so that it conveys, what can I do for you, rather than, what do you need from me? The difference between conveying a tone of, I am just an order taker that will give you what you want, but I am not here to serve you in a customer service kind of way, and a tone of, I am here to serve you because I consider myself a customer service agent wholly focused on your needs, and our organization greatly values you, by the way, can depend on the use or non-use of one simple word at the beginning of a conversation. One word. The difference between conveying a tone of appreciation and conveying a tone of lack of appreciation depends on using two simple words or choosing not to use them. The difference between conveying respect and sincerely focused engagement or not depends on the use or non-use of two simple words. The words dictate the feeling. The way to convey that you care rather than you do not care so as to de-escalate a situation that would otherwise escalate in frustration and anger is to use one simple word. And the way to then de-escalate the situation from that point is to use two simple words. When an agent says something one way, its tone can sound uncaring, impolite, cold, insincere, unempathic, and even rude. Change a couple of their words around, and with no added effort, they are ensured to sound caring, polite, warm, sincere, empathic, and thoughtful. It all depends on understanding how language works, and that requires a certain level of expertise and knowledge. Agents come in lots of different personalities. Some are outgoing and outwardly warm, while some are introverted and subdued. 
The common thought in our industry is that the only desirable personality is outgoing and outwardly warm because that type conveys the best tone. But this is simply untrue, and it is unrealistic to think you are going to hire only those types or change an agent's personality or speaking style to suit some idealized version of the perfect agent. <laughs> and even warm and outgoing agents can easily sound and convey a less than desirable, which is to say, a less than professional and competent tone by using improper word choice and phone manners. The common denominator is word choice and phone manners. When those are at a high level and include no mistakes, the personality type, speaking style, or skill level of the agent makes no difference. They are ensured to convey a tone of the highest level of professionalism, warmth, politeness, empathy, and sincere eagerness to serve at every moment. It is just the way human-verbal interaction works based on the mechanics of human language. Some agents are more personable than others. Maybe customers generally like them a little more. But my experience has been that no matter the personality or speaking style of the agent, proper word choice and phone manners are always charming, without exception, because they convey a tone of competence, respect, politeness, and sincere caring, which is all customers or patients are asking for. And when they get it, it does not matter the personality type or speaking style of the agent they get it from. They are always highly grateful. Properly managing agents' word choice and manners dictates their tone and, by extension, the quality of customer service they provide. Period. End of story. There is nothing else to consider. It is the only answer, but it is an inconvenient answer because it cannot be managed with any of the commonly known traditional QA approaches and their measurement parameters. Understanding that word choice and phone manners dictate tone requires a deeper understanding of how human verbal interaction works than the predominant narratives in our industry delve into. The reason our clients report courtesy and professionalism overall scores of 99% once our program is in place, for example, is because of our singular ability to manage their agent's word choice and phone manners. This is how we make it happen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, how do you determine what qualifies as perfect customer service? Asks Andrew. How do you determine what qualifies as perfect customer service? This is a profound question that speaks to perhaps the biggest roadblock to customer service success that the call center industry faces today. And the answer is that I am not the one that determines what qualifies as perfect customer service. Human language does that. All the answers to customer service exist within the confines of language. Understand how that works and manage it properly, and you are guaranteed to produce exceptional customer service as the survey reflected. Human language has been around for at least 150,000 years. The English language is 1,400 years old. And believe it or not, we humans have long figured out how to best convey what customers or patients want 
throughout the entirety of their conversation with a call center agent, which is warmth, respect, politeness, empathy, and a sincere eagerness to help them. This is all they want, and language has been able to provide that for literally ten thousands of years. It is not a new concept. (laughs) That may seem like a simple answer to the customer service riddle. This is because the answer is indeed simple. And all the variables are known and have existed for thousands of years. Everyone knows excellent customer service when they hear it. But making it happen is not easy at all. That is an entirely different matter. And this is where it gets interesting. You know, when someone in our industry implies that no one, like me, for example, can definitively determine what qualifies as excellent or perfect customer service, they're not really making that point. Rather, they are asking how someone could possibly ensure excellent or perfect customer service happens in every moment of every call, as BCI claims it does. I make this important point because any rational adult, if you think about it, anyone listening right now, can identify excellent service when they hear it, and then experiencing that same service, all rational adults would agree it was excellent. This means that we all know what qualifies as excellent customer service. Think about that. There is no question regarding what qualifies as excellence. The real question being asked is how can someone like BCI possibly claim to be able to make what we all agree to be exceptional customer service happen? The reason BCI can ensure it happens with our trainees is that we have identified in the context and confines of the exchange of verbal language precisely what is making it happen. We have isolated the verbal language mechanics that operate and construct perfect customer service. We then transfer that knowledge to our agent trainees, at which point we have accomplished absolutely nothing. Not kidding. Absolutely nothing. If we were to walk away at that point, they would go back to the phones and do exactly what they were doing before they met us. Nothing would change, and all our amazing teachings would amount to a big old waste of time and investment. The only way to ensure that every agent within a group executes the perfect word choice and manners we teach them is to hold them accountable for doing so. Otherwise, there is no chance they are going to do it. Their word choice and manners habits are too entrenched to instruct them to change them and then expect them to. They must be what we call in the training world trained (laughs) to do it. Training requires behavioral accountability, which requires measuring whether they do it or not. If you can do that, you can ensure that they will do it which will change their habits to only those that have no flaws. And the result is they will offer flawless or perfect customer service that any rational adult will recognize as being such. It is all about the ability to measure, thus train an agent to always deliver only excellent customer service, not about the ability to understand what qualifies as excellent customer service Any rational adult knows what it is when they hear it, as the survey reflected. And measuring the proper execution of word choice and manners required to deliver excellent customer service at every moment requires a QA measurement system that is light years ahead of today's traditional QA approaches, such as yes, no, or non-applicable, 
1 through 10 scoring, percentage scoring on a tone like Lakeisha got 87% on her empathy level, or checklist scorecards. Those approaches have zero chance of measuring, thus holding agents accountable for executing what we all know qualifies as excellent customer service. Agents cannot be trained to do it with those QA approaches. And finally, to wrap things up today, and I appreciate you listening, this is another long episode. Because those traditional QA measurement parameters are thought of industry-wide as the only QA measurement parameters in existence, and because they cannot produce excellent customer service, which is to say, to take an agent who is a warm body in a chair, but who offers subpar, unacceptably bad service, and transform them into an agent who offers only excellent service. What qualifies as excellent service has now been questioned, even though we all know it when we hear it. And I would like to thank you today for listening to Call Center Confidential, the podcast that is a conversation about conversations. Call Center Confidential is interactive, so if you would like to leave a comment, ask a question, perhaps play Stump the Expert, just go to our website at www.bci-fit.com. Look to the little blue icon at the bottom right. Click it. Leave your message. You do not have to tell us who you are, and I will answer it in an upcoming episode. Thank you again, and please do not tell anyone about this podcast. It's confidential. I will see you next time. Call Center Confidential is a production of BCI. It is produced by Daniel Tucci, music by Julian Bell, mixing Bright Future Studios. Mm-hmm.